Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Well, are you ready? No. Okay. No. Close. Getting. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's okay. Great. Well, you leave tomorrow mm-hmm. at 1 a.m. Don't miss your flight. We will not. We've okay. got a seven-hour drive to Vegas to get there. That is amazing. You are such adventurers. Mm. And how many pieces of luggage are you taking? I don't know yet. Okay. The goal is as few as possible. Right. No more than four suitcases. Okay. okay. That seems reasonable. Right uh, now. Big ones, like international ones or little ones? Carry-ons. What? Carry-on. <laughs> one is big. One is okay. a carry-on. One is a duffel bag. Oh. And now I need to go to, tri- when we're done, I'm going to go triage the situation and see, okay. do we need to add another carry-on or another big suitcase? Okay. That's what, that's what I need to see. Okay. I think go with a carry-on. Try a carry-on. I am. That yeah. I'm going to try to keep it as yeah. minimal as possible. Yeah. That seems great. Thank that seems you. like a really reasonable amount of luggage take for two weeks. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You're doing I good. Did. Do you what? know what I did? What? I bought a laundry bar of soap uh-huh. because I... I don't think there are laundry facilities where we are going. Okay. And I Googled it, looked for different bars of soap. And do you know who makes a bar of laundry soap? The laundress. They do. And ah. I bought it. Very excited. I would like to sniff it before I, will have, I go. I'll have laundry that smells like the Seacrest house. It's very excited about this. so good. I'm obsessed with it, as you know. Is mm-hmm. it just our classic scent? Yeah. Yeah. It Love smells it. very, very good. Just good. opening the package was... Oh. <gasps> Fun. Lovely. Oh, you guys are going to smell so good. You yeah, already do smell so good. Hey, thanks. Love it. Very good. Okay. Now. Your update? What's your update? I don't really have an update, but I do need to, we need to have a little bit of a podcast business real quick. Okay? Well, this sounds serious. Yeah. So last week, I need to clear some things up. <laughs> last week, I jokingly started to use a bad word for doo-doo. Remember last episode, I was like, used a word for doo-doo that is not an appropriate word. Anyways, I meant to edit it out and I forgot to and I missed it. So now everyone gets to hear it. So I feel like I need to make a public apology to the world that um, I don't use that word typically. But um, I learned my lesson. I will never pretend to say a swear word again on a podcast. And I'm really sorry for teaching our kids that word. I'm really embarrassed. That was a nice apology. I was very embarrassed when I heard it yesterday. I was like, oh, no. What did I do? (laughs) Anyways, and the second thing is I got a phone call from my mom this week. Did you? Yes. And after she listened to the episode, she said I remembered prison food wrong. Because remember, I said my dad used to serve us prison food. Yeah. So what did she say? (laughs) She said that it was a toasted piece of bread with a slice of turkey on top and brown gravy on it. Which is just as gross, in my opinion. Actually, probably grosser. And she said it was meant to model like an open-faced sandwich, Mm -hmm. which I also don't even... Is that a real thing? I don't know. Yes, it is a real thing. Is it called a Monte Carlo or something? An open-faced sandwich? Is that called a Monte Carlo? Don't know. Forget it. (laughs) Anyways. There's like a Monte Cristo. Uh, That's what I meant. I don't think that's open-faced. Isn't that like a deep-fried sandwich? Oh, I don't know. That sounds yummo. So anyways, it's supposed to make like an open face sandwich thing and it, and it wasn't and it was really gross and so my mom said my dad would only make it like like once every few years and he called that prison food 
So, anyways, I'm just clarifying. Sounds appropriate. Yeah, that does sound like like cafeteria food. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like mm. something you have to eat because you're hungry, but you have no idea what it is. Yeah, or because you're a kid, and yeah, you totally. have no other choice. Totally. <laughs> it's almost novel because you're like prison food. Hmm, that sounds fun. <laughs> Where's the Jello? <laughs> like that sounds. I, I don't know. Yeah, that actually would be kind of like a, if you like if you're a kid, like hospital food night, and then you have like Jello and pudding and like popsicles popsicles and like chicken tenders chicken tenders and freezer vegetables when you were in the hospital having your kids was there ever like one meal you were so excited to get no no was there for you yeah what was it that one hospital that I delivered Uh my boys at they had the best chicken fingers really yes they were delicious oh man so good well when I uh, delivered in San Francisco Mm -hmm. they actually had a menu and like you would get to pick every day from this and it was a brand new hospital so Mm. it was actually really good food you would just like yeah. pick what you want off the menu and there was like salmon and like you know it's, it's san francisco it's like yeah. dumb and swanky so anyways <laughs> that was really fun yeah good walk down memory lane mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. the third item of business yeah. is don't forget to tag us in your summer challenge posts listeners dear listeners this week i posted something megan i expect you to post something you have a lot to post this did week. I, did i not did I you don't remember no you no you're going to because oh. you're leaving for the dr i want to see a picture uh, of you on the yes. beach oh uh, yeah well yeah. yeah yeah not the nude beach the one where you wear your clothes <laughs> so um so anyways if and also if the listeners want to suggest something for the huge prize hit us up because i don't actually know what the huge prize is do you no i think i'm having a hard time deciding what it's going to be because i do want it to be huge yeah and but I, I want it to be I want everyone to want it. Right. We have some ideas. Right. But we just, you know, we're open to suggestions. Yes. Yeah. If some if a listener is like, I actually would really like a hundred dollars to like Olive Garden. Awesome. That's we'll support you. Breadsticks and salads. Yummy for life. So anyways, right? I just like if you yeah. have if listeners have any ideas of what you actually want, tell us. Yeah. We're open. We we're, have some time. Yeah. Well, like eight more weeks. Uh, yeah, at this point you have exactly eight more. Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll have seven more weeks. Whoa, no pressure. Yep, no pressure. Okay. All right. Well, all the business is done. How do you feel? Do you feel better? Yeah, I had to get all that off my chest. <laughs> I was really stressed about the swear word especially. All right. This week, we have a review of sorts to share with you today. We were going to read an Apple review, but on Facebook this week, we received the kindest message from a dad. We adore our dad listeners. And this dad, after listening to our Father's Day episode, commented on our Facebook page saying, might be the funniest episode to date. Fantastic job, ladies. And shout out to all the ones who sent their stories in. Followed by multiple laughing emojis. You gotta put those in. That's really kind. (laughs) So nice. (laughs) So nice. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, we want to share our appreciation for you and your reviews. So when you, the valued listener, write a review on Apple Podcasts or Google or Facebook, then periodically, Amanda and I will read one of the reviews on an episode like today. If you hear your review, DM us and we will send you a prize, but you have to send us a message so we can get your info and actually send you a prize. So get to messaging us and reviewing. Thank you. Fun. So fun. Well, okay. I want to tell you a cute story that I heard on the news earlier this month. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So it's graduation season, right? Mm -hmm. And a local high school here in Utah, the student body nominated their commencement speaker, and it was this sweet senior who has Down syndrome. Hmm. And before she came on, 
someone from the yearbook was interviewing her and they said to this girl, I'm going to call her Jessica, Jessica, what is something that you collect? And she said, I collect friends. And I thought that was so sweet and so tender. Mm -hmm. And coincidentally, you were reading a book this week that talks about friends. Yes. So this week we're talking friends. Think gal pals, dad dudes, parent pals. Oh, I can't use pals twice. Pet pals. Yes, yes, totally. (laughs) Parent. 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 uh, (laughs) I don't know. I need to. I I need to know a different language. Oh no. But okay. But what? Baby buddies. Mm. Support sisters. Your bro champion. Anyways, whatever you call it, we're talking about it. So. Megan, hmm. what inspired you to suggest this topic for this episode? I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, I've been on an audible kick trying to read more than two or three books a year. And you okay. and I have traded a few books back and forth this year. And right. at one point, you mentioned the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, as one of the most influential books you have ever read. Next to the Bible? Uh, yeah. That's the truth. Just joking. You, you, have, you have compared it to the Bible multiple times. Oh, that's sacri- that's but sacrilegious. But not in the sacrilegious oh, way. Man, and I, I like the Bible okay. is meaningful, and uh-huh. so is this book. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Very, like, yeah. almost same level. There, okay. are only, there are only three books that I read over and over. And this is one of them. Okay. Are you going to tell us the other one? Eventually. Okay. So (laughs) I don't take your recommendations lightly. And I immediately purchased it and started listening. And you, Amanda. Oh, stop. Are this book personified. You're ridiculous. It's so true. You're funny. So let's let's review a few of the concepts that prove this theory, right? This is you. One chapter is titled, How to Make a Good First Impression. Love that chapter. Yeah, you've nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Another is, How to Increase Your Ability to Get Things Done. You can't even (laughs) deny that one. That's you. (laughs) Says the woman today on our run, who was like, I wish that sometimes you would just like not do stuff. <laughs> I thought about it all day and I was like, that You're is right. not what I, I thought said. It, no, I know, but it was very funny. I was laughing about it all day long. Anyways, yes, phrased what, a bit differently. I know you phrased it very beautifully because you're very eloquent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Another chapter mm-hmm. is, <laughs> I said, continue. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> go ahead. All right. This one makes me laugh. How to successfully navigate almost any social situation. Oh, I have to read that one over and over. That is you. And then, my favorite. This is my favorite chapter okay. title that reminds me of you. What to do when nothing else works. Yeah. <laughs> and the book doesn't specifically mention wearing wigs and spontaneously dancing when nothing else works, but it probably should. You should write the like addendum to that chapter. I can't wait to go to our new school next year and wear a wig every Friday and have parents be like, what is happening with that mom? I'm so excited I'm for so these excited teachers. They do not even know what no is coming idea. their way. And I love it. No idea. I got to get more wigs. My wig collection is lacking. <laughs> and my mustache collection too. Yeah. Well, let's dive into it because as you know, I am giddy with excitement. I cannot wait because this book really has shaped me as an adult. So you, my friend, were very insightful and you posted some questions on our Instagram stories that I want to address. Mm. First, you asked the listeners, how do you make mom friends? Very thoughtful. I never even thought to ask that and you did. And the responses were really interesting. One mom says, I struggle making mom friends. Teach me. Oh, that, my friend, is why this is the topic of this episode. Yep. So we can all learn from each other because Amanda is a rock star at this, but no. 98% of us no. feel this. This is a valid struggle. 
Well, I appreciate your vote of confidence, but there, you know, this last move for me, mm. it, it, it's not easy everywhere I go. Really? I had, yeah, I've had easier seasons, mm. but this season has been harder than others, but that's okay. I think it's also just yeah. my, my time in life. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's interesting you say that because later on in the episode, I also talk about just the different seasons yeah. of making friends. Yes. And I think yeah. that's an important part. So we'll yeah. wait. Okay. Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll dive into that cool. a bit because oh, I yeah. think that's an important part. But okay. another, another uh, listener said, how do you make mom friends? Walk up to moms in the park. That's gutsy. I, I admire know. these That's, moms. That takes a lot of courage. Yeah, this terrifies my introverted yeah. self. With the yeah. exception of the time that I met you, okay, I really cannot think of a time that I've gone to the park with the sole intent of just making friends. I just want my kids to run themselves yeah. ragged. That's yeah. all. Like half the time, I don't want to socialize because I'm oh, so exhausted. True. true. No, thank you. Yeah, so that is. That's an amazing mom. That No, that really is. That takes a lot of courage. I'm mm-hmm. very proud of her. Um, okay, next one. How do you make mom friends? You don't. JK. <laughs> All my new mom friends are from the gym. Okay, we've recently discussed this. Yes. There is something unifying about experiencing the physical highs and lows of exercising, mm-hmm. right? Supporting friends in their goals, cheering for each other through the good, the bad, the pain, the growth. All the things. Yeah. And finding these kinds of friends will change a person. Yeah. I love that idea. That's so Oh, great. me too. I actually went to a, I took a trial class at a gym not too long ago that is notorious for their babysitting. And I dropped my kids off and I got there a little early because you know, I had to fill the waiver. Yeah. And before I knew it, there were these 12 moms that all streamed in with all their kids. They all ditched their kids in the daycare and then all of them came out onto the mat. We were boxing. No, I just... <laughs> <laughs> we weren't boxing. It was it was a WWF. Um, is that is that a real thing? Actually, I don't even know. Is that the fighting? What was it? What, uh, it yeah, yeah. World Wrestling <laughs> Federation. Like that. At first, it's it. like World Wildlife Fund. <laughs> yeah, we were all just there to talk about the pandas. <laughs> um, but uh, it was. I watched all these women mm-hmm. who obviously go every single day at the same time, and all their kids play. And I thought yeah. that actually really is like. If I, if I didn't have something like that for myself, mm-hmm. I would join a gym for that exact reason. Yeah. Because it was very fun watching them all together Aww. doing the same thing, bonding. Like, it was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that's a good point. Good job. Keep going to the gym, girl. Okay. Now she says, um, <laughs> how do I make mom friends? She answers with a question. Do I like your kids? Yes. Okay. Let's be friends. But really, if we can have a conversation without it being weird... I'm all about a girl's night. I live in a very transient transient area, lots of military families, and there are many women that I adore, but it's hard to keep a conversation going or we do a play date and I can't wait to leave. So if we click, then I'm quick to make a girl's night happen. Hmm. What I would like is advice on how to hold a conversation with another adult when my children are around. Mm-hmm. Like this is nearly impossible for me. How do you do it, Amanda? How do you have yeah. an actual conversation when the kids are around? I don't, I don't know if you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know me, like you, like you, and I mean this like in a loving way, you get to sit and relax slightly more than I do right now in the park than, mm-hmm. than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your youngest is three. Right. So even though you have to keep eyes on her, you don't mm-hmm. physically have to be behind her. I'm right. still physically behind my smallest one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at what, maybe it's an age thing. Yeah. Because at what point as, as moms, could you go to the playground and then the moms sit on the bench? Ugh. I don't think I'd we haven't, fun. we haven't quite no. reached it yet. Like I'm close. You're getting there. But I would say my youngest five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. Four. 
to the point where they're not running away, where you yeah. trust that they can play and yeah. you can look away and they'll right. still be there when you right. look back. Right. So I don't actually know if Ugh. this is possible yet. Right. Me. I haven't experienced this. Mm-hmm. Multiple times I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. And I yeah. run away. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Yeah. No conversation is ever finished. Right. It's just, oh, sorry. I got to yep. do this. See ya. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Next listener. How do you make mom friends? Two, two words. It's impossible. <laughs> Mm, (laughs) struggle very optimistic (laughs) Uh, the next listener says i've been lucky enough to have more friends approach me so i just have to return the invite okay i want to revisit this later because this brings up a really good point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let's come back to that okay next next listener says do a kid play date first then the mom has to talk to me. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add, scope out the potential for a friendship outside of kids. You know, mm. kids kind of provide this, like, safe environment. Like, mm-hmm. if it goes really well, I'll call you later. Yeah. If it doesn't, sayonara, yeah. right? Yeah, it's that, true. Does that, seem, does that seem bad? Yeah, it's true. Okay, another mom said she found a mom friend through her daughter who made a friend and forced the mom to get the new friend's phone number. Whoa. All that. Yeah. Kids are so resourceful. Hey, but this is also, that's, that's risky. I know. My kids all the time, like, get other kids' phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> we've like, had kids, we've had yeah, kids in our yeah. kids' classes text our phones totally. to see if they can text or FaceTime with yeah. our kids. And I, I'm. Mm. It, it feels weird. Yeah, I'm not down with that yet. But, like, I don't, I, am I not down with it only because it's new territory? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder, I'm like, it's really cute hearing my daughter chat with her school friends on FaceTime. Yeah. But I'm always like, I don't know. It's like, it feels weird, but is it just because it's new? But mm. they also just hand out, <laughs> hand out my phone number like very liberally. Yeah. Uh, I don't want my phone number handing out to like every stranger. <laughs> I don't need to like have a lunch date with a zookeeper. I just want to like, <laughs> I want to be able to pick and choose. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, that's very resourceful. Have mm-hmm. your kids do that. Okay, now, before we leave this arena, mm-hmm. we asked a follow-up question to the listeners about what you've done if you like the parent, but you don't care for the kid. Okay, are you with me? With you. Okay, and I was surprised by how many listeners found themselves in this boat. Mm-hmm. A few said the friendship didn't survive. Tragic. Has this ever happened to you? Ooh thinking not quite not not to the point where the friendship didn't survive really but I can think of a few instances where maybe it was particularly (laughs) I'm trying so hard (laughs) it was particularly difficult for my children and these children to be together yes for a variety of reasons Uh that I will not blame on no, anyone. I, no, I don't think, yeah, no, there's but no it blame. Just, it made it very difficult for right. the friendship to progress yes. because of the kid issue. Yes, I think that's spot on. Okay. Well I said. I hope that was. No, I think that's well said. <laughs> I think that's well said. What about you? Have you had this happen? Um, Not often, no. Yeah, right. But, it, right. but like you said, it's hard because even as much as I want to hang out with the mom, most of the time the kid is in tow. Mm-hmm. And so I just find myself naturally distancing a little bit yeah. because it's just not worth it to put the kids in that situation. Right. And it's like, it's no one's fault. It's just differences in personality. So, yeah. yeah. So one mom said that they only hang out with another mom, but never with their kids. She says, we do, we just do stuff one-on-one and I always make up some scheme as to why I can't hang during the day. Yeah. I've done this. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. 
sometimes I'll just say, oh, my kids are so busy that day, but I would love to go to dinner with you like Aww. in the evening. Yeah. That's and really sometimes it goes over well. Sometimes yeah. it's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And sometimes I think the mom appreciates that too. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. Let's hang out outside of our kids. Well, yeah. There aren't very many moms who would turn down that kind of invitation, totally. right? Totally. Okay. Another mom replied that if she likes the mom, but not the kids, then she won't even go far enough to hang with the mom. She won't even exchange <laughs> numbers. <laughs> Cut I, I just, off. I think that's like a really, I think that's a really funny response. It's like, you know, like us or you don't. And it's like, I don't like your crew. I can't hang with you. Like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Aww. I think that's really funny. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you have to kind of weigh your pros and cons, right? Like yeah. what you have time and energy for. Yeah. But what you can invest in. Yeah. So I right. understand where she's coming from. Oh, me too. Yeah, me too. All right, Megan. Well, hmm. how do you make mom friends? Answer your own question here, girl. I will. Well, it's a hard question because as we talked about earlier, it has varied at different stages of my life, right? Yeah. Pre-kids, I found it much easier to make friends. Even after my first two kids were born, I had a solid social network where we lived Mm -hmm. and never felt like I couldn't make connections with others Mm. around me. Yeah. But when we moved to Boston... I thought I would never make friends there. It took at least a year before I felt like I had even a couple of friends. Really? Yeah. And then after three years, I finally felt like I had a solid group. And still today, those are some of my closest friends. But it took so much work to get Mm. to that point. Having young kids, a spouse who's always working and then we were living in a brand new place. It was a challenging setup for making good connections and friends. Yeah. But now that we're established here, never moving again, so help me. Yeah. And we have older kids, like my capacity for making friends has greatly increased. Mm. Mm. So I like that a lot. I like that a lot. What about you? you, It took you three years. Yeah. Like like the first year you you felt like you want you didn't have any friends. And then by the end of the third you felt more confident. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. This actually reminds me, you were at the same meeting I was in when I heard this story. So help me get the details right. Oh. Okay. So there was a mom that moved to, we're just going to say it as it is. Uh, a, a mom moved to Utah mm-hmm. and was a little bit skeptical moving to Utah because she had always heard that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints were judgy, right? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. remember this story? Mm-mm. And um and so she moved into this neighborhood and she was very skeptical and had her guard up. Mm-hmm. And for months and months and months, no one talked to her. No one, no one. And she was bitter. She was mad. She's like, "Why is no one inviting me to hang out?" I this do is, remember this, this is story. proving to be yeah. true yeah. that these people are culturally judgmental and exclusive. Mm-hmm. And she complained to someone in her neighborhood. I don't know why these women won't invite me over for a cup of coffee. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like a plumber or someone who was doing some work on the house who was familiar with the neighborhood. That's right. And the the punchline, the irony of this story is, as members of the church, we don't drink coffee. So we would not invite you over to have coffee. So, So you can't be offended that we're not inviting you over for coffee. But the point is, she could also do the inviting. Right. She had not made any invitation or Yep. She just sat in her house looking out the window going, oh, I wish they'd invite me over for coffee. But it's like, wait a second. Yeah. You could also invite. So you said multiple times in in your comments that it took work from you. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I think there are a lot of parents who are like, well, they never invite me out. Mm. Okay. But what if you did the inviting? Yeah. Would that be like, 
that'd be cool. Yeah, but like you said, it's work. It's, it's hard. Work. It's scary. But how bad do you want? Like, if you right. want to be lonely, cool. That's fine. But don't right. complain to me that you that no one's inviting you anywhere. Be if lonely. you don't want to be He's lonely, about it. take care of it. It's like when yeah. people would come visit me in New York and they'd always be – or like when people would move to New York and I'd say, how's it going? They would say, I'm so bored. New York is so boring. What? And I would look at them and say, that is your own fault. <laughs> like if you're bored, that's your yeah. own fault. There's yeah. no reason for it to be boring. Yeah. So, But you were the queen of initiating – and it was you, what was it? Hmm. The first month of school that you know. sent those little notes to the kids' school for the teachers to put in all the kids' oh, backpacks. Do you remember this? Is, this is vague. <clears throat> this is how okay. we met, by the way. Is it? Yeah. This is yeah. vague. <clears throat> you sent a little slip of paper okay. for the teachers to put in all of our kids' backpacks. Because we had two kids in two of the mm-hmm. same classes at that mm-hmm. time, both in preschool. Okay. And it was just a simple little note that said, hey, I'm new in town and I really want to meet other kids and my kids' classes and other families in the area. So I'm going to take my kids to this park at this day at this time. And anyone who wants to join, we would love to get to know more families. I have no memory of that. And I was the only one who showed up. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It was that. What a blessing. Yeah. Well. What a blessing. Or a curse. Thank you for showing up. It worked. But. And I was really grateful, but that was terrifying. Aww, I had, was I don't know how you felt sending the message or like sending the little slips of paper. I'm sure I was terrified. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, yeah, what is going to happen? Yeah. How is this going to work? Don't know. Or maybe it was the group me that you were setting up, but you sent some sort of message in all the kids' backpacks. Yeah. It and sounds like something I would do, but yeah. I don't remember that. And I just remember thinking, hallelujah, thank you. Oh, she did man. the work. Man, well, I'm happy to do the work. It was it's incredible. Fine. It's incredible. Fine. But yeah. what about you? Tell us all your mom friend making ways. What do you do? I mean, nothing different than what you do. I think I got good at making friends in New York. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, when you go off on your own, don't you just naturally, you think to yourself, well, I need to make friends. Yeah. And I'm the only one in charge of that. Right. I, I'm the only one that can make a difference. Yeah, it's on me. It's on me. Yes. So in New York, because no one had their family, because we, and you could say it's about Boston and mm-hmm. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. because no one had their family, you had one option, either to make friends with the, your community or right. your church or your school, mm-hmm. or you don't have friends. Yeah, do it on your own. That's right. So some of my dearest friends are from New York mm-hmm. and Stanford. When my husband was at Stanford, because we didn't have anyone else, so we just had our friends there. Yep. And I I got good at being nervous and making myself vulnerable and walking up to someone. And yep. there were I can I can even think now many conversations at Stanford, walking up to someone being like, I'm sorry, I don't know you. Please tell me your name. And I would get halfway, I'd get thirty seconds of the conversation and go. I am weighing over my head. I have no <laughs> idea what you are talking about. This is like gibberish because it was just all these smart people. Right. And I was like, I, I literally have no idea what you're even talking about. But I'd be like, that sounds so interesting. Please tell me more. And I'm like, don't tell me more. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just don't so, quiz me at the right, end. That's right. That's right. So anyways, I, that's, that, that's how. I think I just got good at it because I didn't have another choice. Right. That's true. So. That's true. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Now, next, you asked, what do you like about your mom friends? Oh, I loved that question. And someone said they liked that they could love. Okay. I hope I say this. How do I say this, Megan? Say that. That, How do I? That they love my kids like their own. Correct. That's what she said. Yep. 
That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that is, that's huge. Mm-hmm. When you find people that love and value and see your kids for who they are, yeah, that's rare, well, I think. And I'm even going to change not necessarily love because I don't love other children right. like I love my own children. No, of course not. But I, I can enjoy mm-hmm. and um, what's another good word? I can, I can enjoy and appreciate another child to the point where I'm not easily annoyed. If they're messing around at my house, they're not, they're not acting appropriately. I, I could say to them, you know what? We, we don't act like that. Would you mind not swinging from the chandelier? Like instead of getting upset and being like, uh-huh. get out of my house, you brat. Right. Now I could be like, you know, we don't do that here, but you're welcome to still play. Yeah. So that's what I would almost say. They, they um, appreciate and they respect my kids mm. like their own. Maybe mm-hmm. that. They respect mm-hmm. my kids like their own. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Okay. Another listener said what they like about their mom friends is the connection, authenticity, and patience. Oh, I love the authenticity mm. aspect of the friendship. Yeah. My good friend, Dale Carnegie from mm. the book, talks about this. And I want to talk about it later. But the same <laughs> listener, she followed up. Uh, followed up the comment by saying that motherhood is messy and you need mom friends who give you space to mess up and space to grow. She says, I can't be the mom who always shows up on time or never cancels. I never intentionally ditch my friends, but, and I go out of my way to put my mom friendships at the height of my priority, but I need that patience to mess up so I can be my authentic self with them. I believe this is when we create real and lasting friendships. Yeah. I love the part that she starts with, with connection, authenticity, and patience, because mm. for you, authenticity stood out. For me, patience stood out. Oh. Because don't you feel like we all just need a little bit of patience yes. when making friends? Yeah. Because it is, it's hard. And like she yeah. says, I can't be the mom who always shows up on time or never cancels. Mm. It's not like we intentionally ditch play dates or yeah. whatever. Right. But having friends who are patient with you and where you are in life is huge. Yep. Well, this paybacks off what the next listener said. She mm. said, no judgment. They know the life. They yeah. understand. Yeah. So, And this is huge to me too. I don't want to hang out with people who judge me for how I parent or how I how I lack, you know? No Amen. one's perfect. No, it's true. We are already our own harshest critics. That's right. I like to think that every parent is just doing their best. And I hope I get that same benefit of the doubt from others, right? I want others to just see what I do and think, yeah, she's doing her best. Good job. Well, sometimes, sometimes a mom will text me and she'll say, oh, I'm so sorry for the delay. And I will text back and say, mom should never apologize for the delay. Because I, don't you think that is true? Yeah, it is. I never want to feel like, oh, I need to hurry and rush back. I'm with my kids. I'm not going to rush back. So if you're, if you want to call me, I can address it right then. But if you're going to text me, do not expect me to text back right away. So I will yeah. always tell a mom that don't apologize. Moms yeah. never need to apologize because I don't think that's right. That's so funny. That reminds me, we have a contractor that we're working with for some construction projects mm-hmm. that we are looking to mm-hmm. take on next year. Mm-hmm. And the contractor has walked through like four or five times in the last two weeks with okay. different subcontractors and things. And every time he's here, I always lead with, I'm so sorry. This is a mess. Or I'm so sorry. There are toys all over. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And uh, the second or third visit, he looks at me and he says, you're a mom doing a great mm. job. You never need to apologize to us. Oh, that's so cool. And so when he was here today, he was walking through and I said, it's a mess. Have fun. <laughs> and he just laughed. He's really, really sweet. But That's very just, cool. I didn't apologize because very he's just cool. so kind about it. I'm like, okay, yeah. good. Thanks. Love it. I'm glad we're on the same page. Love it. So. See, we need more of that. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, he's my friend now. Love it. 
<laughs> okay. The and next... he's going to do a great job fixing your house because you are friends. I hope so. Uh, hello. <laughs> the book we're about to talk about. Yes. It's true. He's That's about true. to do the best job he's ever done on your house. Cannot wait. Okay. Yeah. The next listener says, they are my village. I can talk about anything with them and they do anything for me. Mm, I love the term village. You know, I use it yeah. all the time. Yeah, I love it. I have a very small but a very tight-knit village, and that's how I like it. Okay, the next listener says, shared stages of life, which equals compassion, mutual strength, and funny stories. Okay, and I do agree with this because I think there's something about shared seasons of life mm-hmm. that do bring people together in a very easy way. And I was thinking about a friendship in my life that takes more work for me than others, and it occurred to me that she has two kids. Her oldest is five years younger than my oldest. Oh, wow. So it's really hard for us to hang out because we're experiencing very different seasons. Yeah. They're just entering preschool. We're into elementary school. Like we, it's just different seasons of life, Mm -hmm. but it's hard. I don't want to discount her friendship because of it, but it does take more effort on my part. And it might be something for others to think about when scoping out like their next playground friend. I'm not saying you shouldn't like discount people who have kids different ages. Right. But just consider the different seasons. Right. And like there's a there's a really cool mom in my neighborhood that I wanted to hang out with. And I've asked her multiple times to, if she wants to go to dinner or something. Yeah. But she always says no. And finally one day it occurred to me, oh my gosh, she's got five teenagers. Oh. She's up late. She does not have time to go to dinner. Whereas my kids are in bed by seven. Right. She's up until 11. And once I figured that out, I was like, Amanda, you dummy. Of course. I let it go. And we're still really good friends. But like we've never gone to dinner. And I have no hard feelings now because I'm like, that. yeah, you should put that together sooner. for you. No, it's fine. All right, Megan. Now, you talked already about your mom friends and the ones you keep close. Did you have something you want to say? What are you, what are you doing? Are you getting, are you getting ready? <laughs> no, I feel like you keep, you, the, I feel on the spot in this episode a little bit. Yeah. That's because I learn a lot from you. You have very um, healthy and balanced quality relationships with your friends. Mm. And even though you, even though you, you will say, and I would say the same thing, it's not a large quantity. Mm-hmm. You do have a good quality. Mm. Do you agree? I feel that way That's from what nice I hear. you to say that. No, I hear that way. That's what I I try. It can always be better. And I think that's what's frustrating. Like I can always invest. I wish I could invest more time, right? Like unlisten to polar or unresponded Uh Marco Polos. I'm like, oh, "Oh, I need to do that. But it's so hard to find quiet time to Uh respond. And then you just forget. So I feel like I could always do better. But remember, moms don't need to apologize to their moms because if we're doing it right, we would all, we all understand. You're right. So I want to know, because you will sometimes occasionally vacation with like some Boston friends Mm -hmm. and you will, you will often uh, be on the phone with some of your Kansas friends. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep those, how do you keep those reunions bumping? What do you do there, (laughs) girl, to keep them going? I think what the, what keeps us close is exactly what the previous listener said, shared stages of life. And you've touched on this too. Almost all of us, at least Boston friends, were going through hard things at that point in our lives. Everyone's hard looked different, right? But the compassion, the honesty, the strength, and there was no shortage of hilarious experiences. That's what knit us together then. And it still does because we all still have hard things, but because we have that like honesty and those connections, we can, yeah, we can chat about the hard things. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that I love that. Now here's a follow-up question for you, You Amanda. So funny. Do you consider yourself good at making friends? 
And you can answer this, and then I'm going to answer it for you. you You're know my so answers. funny. Enough. Oh, my enough. Answers. Pipe down over there. <laughs> I I mean, I don't, I don't have an answer for you, to be honest. Hmm. I don't. I don't because I, I have a, a handful of really good friends mm-hmm. that it's very easy for me to keep those friendships going. I enjoy them. They are symbiotic, and I, it's easy. Yeah. You know I didn't write that question. You did. I did? Yeah, you wrote it. I just color-coded it so I would ask you. You're ridiculous. Ah. You are ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, but I am good at um, creating conversation with people. Like You are. Like, I know, like, I could tell you a lot of people's names. Yeah, every time we go anywhere. I know. Not even in Salt Lake City. I know. It can be outside of the city. I know. We always run in South <laughs> and North. We run into someone. I just hear the, Amanda, across here. We go, oh, there we go. There we go. Well, I mean. But I, I love that about you. I like you. remembering names. Like, I just remember people's names. So I don't consider well, myself good you, at making friends. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm necessarily good at making friends, but I'm okay at creating conversation. You. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put that on a t-shirt? Like, I don't know that I'm great at making friends, but I'm good at conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's my model for life. It's very true. I know. At least the conversation I part. Know. I think you are very good at making friends. I think there are more people than you realize that would say Amanda is a good friend. You're funny. That's, that's true. Funny. Well, that's kind. Okay. Now, we already talked about moving out of the house. It forces you... To make good friends, right? Yeah, like move, moves in general for sure. Uh, th- thank you. Yes, moves in general really help you make friends. It forces you to make friends unless you want to be by yourself. Right. So when I initially moved out of the house, mm-hmm. right, post high school, yeah. I was given this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Who gave it to you? Uh, my dad. I don't even know Such if he remembers that. I don't, yeah, I don't even know. But like yeah. it's the oldest book on my shelf. Yeah. And older than um, us. No, it is older than us. Nineteen thirty-six or thirty-one. When no, was thirty-six? It? 36. Thirty-six. Yeah, it was initially yeah. printed in thirty-six. Yeah. So this is kind of one of those books that I read every year, mm. um, and I practice it as much as I can, and it has served me really well. Yeah. So I want to talk about because you recently read this book. Mm-hmm. So I would like to talk. Let's have a little book club moment, can oh, we? Let's pretend we're in a book club, the two of okay. us. Okay. Okay. Wait, we need snacks. You need snacks. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little well, disappointed. I'm sorry. Well, you, okay. Drop the ball. That's right. Snacks. We just had a Klondike bar a moment ago. So Which like, you had never had before until yeah, tonight. That's so weird. I'm going to buy you a box. I prefer of- a fat boy, frankly. I like the sandwichy, crackery. I have no idea what a fat boy Are is. you serious? So no. why are you coming at me for the Klondike bar? You've never a had a fat boy. A fat boy is a Utah thing. A Klondike bar is like an America thing. I've never. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know. You are correct. Okay. And you live there. Okay. Well, you know, I am I am biased towards fat boys. That's where I it's where I'm from. I don't know. I just don't come at me. You haven't even had a fat boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I retract that. <laughs> thank you. Thank I take you. The attack back. <laughs> okay. Now, a few takeaways from this book. Yeah. And these are, okay, these are my top four, okay? Tell me if you think these are your top yeah. four. Because I'm actually curious what your biggest takeaways are. Mm. These things serve me well. This is how I make friends. Okay, are you ready? Okay, yeah, these are, these are the secrets. <laughs> I don't know why I'm feeling nervous. Like I'm, I feel like meat I'm, I feel like I'm about to give away all my secrets. <laughs> but these are good secrets. Like you want to tell people secrets. this. Like millions of people have read this. This this book on the cover says over 15 million copies sold. So 15 million people are very good at making. And friends. that was printed in the 1980s. That's right, 1981. So. Okay, the first one is be sincere, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is this is like the the cream the cream of the. 
What's the gold? Like the meat. The gold nugget. The meat. This is the meat. I don't know. You just said it. This is the thing. This is the thing. Because people like to feel important, Mm. right? It doesn't matter who you are. If someone makes you feel important, you're going to remember that feeling. So, and people can tell the difference between sincerity and flattery. Mm. So if you can, be honest and sincere. And if you want to keep them as a friend, create conversation about what makes them feel important, but be Mm. sincere about it, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Did you notice it was like back-to-back stories? Yeah, lots of stories. Very little lecturing. Very uh, slightly dated. Uh-huh. uh-huh stories. Uh-huh. But yeah, there were tons of stories. But still apropos. Yeah, it's because true. Because one of my favorite stories that he told was he was in line at the post office. Do you remember this story? Mm-hmm. And um, he could see the attendant up at the front and he looked so crotchety. Yeah. So cranky. Yeah. was like having a worse day. And Dale said to himself... I'm going to, I'm going to turn his day around mm-hmm. like a little personal challenge. And you yeah. know, I love stuff you like do that. Love I love challenge. stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, he gets up to the front of the line and he said to himself, what can I do to turn this guy's day around? But I need to be honest and sincere. Mm-hmm. What can I say that is honest and sincere and can, and can turn his day around? And so he says to the post office guy, boy, that's a great head of hair. <laughs> and the office, the post office guy looks up at him and his frown was turned upside down into the biggest smile and he said thank you so much and from that moment on he was very kind very cordial they laughed you know they slapped the stamp on sent it off to china and it was the best day of his life <laughs> i don't think they sent it to I, yeah i don't know i made that part up but <laughs> but see that's a perfect yeah. example right it is yeah it's a great idea how do you always recognize what you need to say like how do you recognize what needs to be said to help the other person feel important I mean, or am I overthinking that? No, I don't know. Honestly, what I do is I just grab whatever they tell me initially. And mm-hmm. I like work with it. So like the other day, Girl Scouts, yeah. a mom, I said, how was your day today? And she goes, oh, it's fine. I was just working on my dissertation. And I said, oh, I didn't know you were doing this. What are you working on? Mm-hmm. She said, uh, human behavior or like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I said to her, you know what? I, I don't know very much about that topic. Would you like, how did you get mm-hmm. into this? So and I didn't even give her a moment to go on with the rest of her day because she likes talking. She's working on a dissertation. She obviously yeah. loves that. So yeah. why not just like jump on that? And yeah. that makes her feel important. So I don't know, but perfect think of, example. Well, but like, it's easy, right? She literally just said, what'd you say? I worked on my dissertation. Oh, what's that about? Tell me about that. Like, yeah. and then I just get to sit and listen. That's almost like you're in cruise control, <laughs> cruise control on the, I don't know, on Thunder Mountain in Disneyland, just sit back and listen. <laughs> um, the next point I love, yeah. learn to be a good conversationalist. Mm. And this is this is the kicker. He says, people like to talk about themselves. So if you can get good at being a good listener, then you'll collect many friends. Mm. And people often mistake you for being a good listener, for being a good conversationalist. Because mm. he said, I did like did that. Did you like yeah, that? Yeah, all of his different stories about yeah. that were like, oh, I love talking to this person where the guy didn't actually talk That's right. at all. And yes. I did think, wow, that is that blows my mind. Yeah. And you know this. Aren't some of the most fun conversations when you just get to listen to? Oh, where you don't have to engage. Sure. You just get to be like a fly on the wall. Yeah. You just get them talking and then you you sit back again. You're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. <laughs> Next one. This one's the easiest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Smile. Yeah. Get good at smiling. And I thought that was interesting because he even said, you can hear a smile in your voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to try it? Can you guys hear a smile? Right <laughs> oh, now? I'm laughing. I can't do that. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the way I answer the phone. Ah, yeah. Because this is how, okay. Okay, Megan's calling me. Hi, what's up? <laughs> That's a smile, right? Right. Okay. Um, the IRS is calling me. 
Hello, this is Amanda. That's how I answer the phone. Because okay. um, the IRS calls you on. Uh, occasionally when they're about to scam me from uh-huh. something. And then, I, like, sometimes I'll be like, hello? Let's see, it sounds different, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, anyways, I just think smile. And I was thinking about women on the playground. I will always feel more comfortable approaching a woman who's smiling. Mm-hmm. Or, like, who's true. smiling at her kids or engaging yeah. with her kids and, like, a woman yeah. that's on their phone yeah. or, like, scowling. Yeah. It's scary. I don't like it. <laughs> so it's true. It's true. It's a very valid point. Yep. Okay. And then my last and my last one before mm-hmm. I give you the the mic, he said, and this actually this might be my favorite one. They're all my favorite, but this is one of my favorite ones. Remember a person's name. You are so good at this. I but I work really hard at it. Like do really, you? really, really hard. What do you do? How do you what how? Um, how do you do this? Do you remember when we met when you introduced me to that woman a few weeks ago whose name is like a little bit unique? So she introduced herself. Okay. Yes. I heard it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know exactly it. who you're talking about. Okay. But it yeah. was very similar to another name. Yeah. So I texted you mm-hmm. secretly and I said, What is her name again? And then when you I mean, even though I had it in writing, I was able to remember it. For the rest of the day, I was singing a song in my head that was similar to her name, and I just kept I know switching exactly it. What song yep, you're I just singing. kept switching it okay. for her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and apparently, um, FDR, you know, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yeah, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. He could remember fifty thousand names from people yeah. he had met over the years. Crazy. And he would even write thousands of personalized notes to his guests, people he met at the parties, and would start start with like. Hey, hey, Amanda, blah, 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 blah. Thanks yeah. so much, Frank. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's personalized. And it's just really impressive when you can remember someone's name. So now, like, when I see your friend, I can be like, hey, so-and-so. And even though I've only seen her one time, that means a lot to her. Yeah. So I work really hard at it, but I think it means a lot. Yeah. No, I've always admired that about you. And I tried it out. Where I don't remember where I was when mm. I tried this out. Okay. Oh, it remember? was the school when I went to the teacher meeting oh. the teacher training oh because of this service opportunity i have yes. for the school yes. yep. i thought i need to know these parents uh-huh. or i need to know these teachers and so i made a very concerted effort to remember each person's name i even had a little cheat sheet that had been emailed Did to you? me of pictures and little bios of all the teachers and i studied it the night before oh, because i had been so listening good. to this book and thought oh i really don't want to mess up and i want to remember all the yeah. teachers and staff's names yeah and i i think it went well it did go well and here's why because i forgot to i forgot to comment you on this when you were giving me a report of that meeting mm-hmm. you said oh and so and so is from here and so and so does this and, and i remember thinking to myself she met like 20 teachers. How do you remember all their names? And then you went through and you pointed out each picture with the name. That was very impressive. Oh, thank you, you have honed that skill. Uh-huh. That was very impressive. I'm so Still proud of you. Still working on it. So thank proud. you. Thank you. Thanks for okay. motivating me. And then it just goes on. The, the end of the book ends with like how to win arguments. Hello. Who Actually, doesn't need to know that? I know. I felt the end of the book was a little boring. I need to go well, back and reread it. Compared to how to like, how to influence people win yeah. friends compared to like the meat yeah it felt very businessy yeah it is kind of bi- but you know what a lot of my interactions at home are businessy i'm like you know <laughs> what you do have to clean your room this is a business transaction go clean it that's true because i think this how to win argument section had a lot of similar parenting mm-hmm. advice that some of our favorite instagram parenting accounts talk about. right i remember right oh right oh okay mm. so what do you think i loved it what i found fascinating about the book in general was how particularly attuned this Dale Carnegie mm-hmm. was to like the psychological needs of Americans, right? They'd mm-hmm. been beaten down in the Great Depression. The book yeah. was first published in 1936. Wild. And so people back then, they were depressed and they mm-hmm. needed to hear 
like positive thinking would bring about positive results. Is that not so applicable in our modern day lives right now? Yeah. Like what a difference positive thinking would make yeah. to so many people. Even just making mom friends. Like if we all could just think a little more positively yeah. about everyone, holy moly. Right. It would be amazing. But yeah, the anecdotes right. in the book were super dated. I loved uh-huh. it. But nearly all of the concepts suggested are so relevant today. Yeah. I just want to take this book and give it to everyone. Everyone. It, yeah. Truly, it, yeah. I think it would change people's lives. Yeah, or at least yeah. open your mind a little bit to just right. some other ideas. Right. How you can go about interacting with human beings every yeah. day in a delightful way. Totally. Would well, you remember his example? He said when he was talking about smiling, he gave that challenge to one of his, his oh, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the class attendees. Uh-huh. Like, and he said to himself, I don't even feel like smiling. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to smile. Mm-hmm. And Dale said, why don't you try whistling? Because whistling gives the illusion that you're happy, yeah. right? Yeah. When you hear someone whistling or humming, you think, oh, that person's person so happy. happy. Yeah. yeah. And so this guy started whistling. And before he knew it, he was smiling. Yeah. Because. And he, people were noticing. And people noticed. And your mind kind of gets tricked and thinking, no, you really are okay. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. So. Maybe that should be our little challenge to the listeners this week. Mm. Of all the takeaways from this. We're not really an advice or a takeaway podcast. No, we have you should not no listen to us. But <laughs> but listen, you should smile more. Just smile. Like that should be for yeah. all of us, right? Yeah. Like I'm about to get on an airplane, mm. an overnight flight internationally with small children. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my own advice and I'm going to smile. I'm just going to smile or maybe whistle. I don't think the, <laughs> <laughs> the air, uh, airplane so passengers to the lady in, in B5, can you stop? <laughs> it's 3 a.m. No, but Megan, that's so funny because you're so good at smiling. I love going place with you because you often, you are so quick to smile. You are so quick to smile at people. And I think that's why you get, you get an, you get an audience and an applause. You have a following. <laughs> You're basically a smile influencer. Uh, Anyways, okay. What do we want to end with? Because that was just so wonderful. But yeah, I like the idea of just challenging our listeners to smile. Yeah. And let's even take it a step further. Smile at another parent. Oh. Like at a grocery yeah. store, at the library, yeah. at the at the playground. Just smile. You yeah. don't even need to say hi. Yeah, just you give don't have a little to smile. Make friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be great bonus. Yeah. But just smile. Oh, bonus point if you make a friend. Hey. Ooh, cool, cool. Love it. Can't do any more giveaways. I just wanted to introduce a giveaway. But like, if you smile, we'll get, we'll get. But I was like, no, man, too many giveaways. Calm no, down, rain no. it in. Yeah, you cannot rain it in. All right, so we're off. Let's put the baby to bed. Here we go. All right. If you have a minute, rate, review, comment, share, spread the love, be a friend to everyone. Bye.